The State of Real Estate with your host, Jerry Lantain. Welcome to today's episode, and I am indeed your host, Jerry Lantain. Um, today we're going to talk about buying new homes, like buying a newly built home. Uh, it's a huge topic. It's way bigger than this one episode can do, and I am going to probably miss a lot of important things that we need to talk about. It's just going to be a little discussion about it. Um, and so that's what our episode's going to be about today. And um, we'll see how we get through it. And we'll more than likely have to reapproach re this pro uh, topic a number of times in the years and months to come. Um, first, we're going to get to the market report. So we'll be back with that in a second. Okay. And here is the market report. It is brought to you by the Lakeland Association of Realtors. First of all, regarding the market we have been in a seller's market for a very long time sellers have had the upper hand on buyers there just has not been enough inventory for sale there was an influx in the muskokas of money coming from uh, the gta and other areas because homes are being sold down in those areas for huge amount of prices which kind of made a big push up here for people to want to move north and start buying homes here and when they did there wasn't enough inventory they were willing to pay even more for homes and so prices went up things went crazy over the last couple of years there are signs in the past couple of weeks that that is actually beginning to change a little bit um now my stats we're going to run right here um we're going to compare basically march and april of this year just to sort of show where things are going um so Last, uh, last March, there were 332 new listings in the Muskokas uh, in our board. Uh, this year, our April, the month later, there are 449 new listings. So the listings have increased. Now, if you want to compare that to February of this year, there were only 203 new listings up for grabs. So this is more than double since February which means there are much more homes on the market now and meaning buyers have a little chance of getting a bit more of a break um the inventory of homes for sale um in march of this year there were 251 homes for sale in april of this year in the muskokas there are 409 homes for sale again that's giving a little more breath uh still it's not a huge number um and then as far as actual sales go um in March of uh, this year, there were 248 homes sold in our board. In April, there were 247, so a little less, I mean, by one, but still. Uh, now, compare that to April 21, there were 395 homes sold in April, so that's uh, about 50 more, no, more than that. Oh, boy, almost 150 more homes sold last year than this year. Uh, days on the market that seems to have stayed pretty much the same uh even since last april uh, march there were eight days to take a home on average this april there's eight days last april there were nine days on average to take a home uh to sell a home now um the stats for G uh, may are not in but i can tell you from my own experience that uh, the phones have slowed down a little bit in in, in my office and it, it seems that things are beginning to swing towards a buyer's market. It hasn't like swung full speed and full course, but there is a bit of a break for buyers coming up. Um, and it, it could be a good time to buy if you're still in the market. So anyway, that's the market report. The State of Real Estate with your host, Jerry Lantain. Welcome back. 
to the show. And today my guest is Prissa Ashworth. Um, and she is a student from Toronto area. No, from London. Is that right? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. And we're just going to have a little discussion about how to buy a new home, a newly built home. And Chris is just going to ask me some questions. Uh, and I'm going to answer them as best I can. Like I said earlier, this is a loaded topic. So there's tons of different types of answers. And this episode could go on for hours and hours, but we only have 20 minutes to get her done. Chris, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. for. I really appreciate you being here for me. It's always great to have a guest on the show. Sometimes I do it by myself and it's like, I love, 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 love. Um, have you ever tried to buy a home yourself? No, but I know the housing market is competitive right now. Um, if I'm buying a new home, how would I go about choosing the right builder? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> well, there's a ton of different ways. Um, and, you know, you can go to... Uh, you want to find out about the quality because not all builders are created equally. And in fact, some are better than others because of the quality and their workmanship. And unfortunately, there have been builders that take advantage of people and do wrong by people. So you really need to research the builders um, going online, looking at their reputations, trying to get references, um, and even approaching like the Better Business Bureau. Um, that's a really good way to find out. Again, one of the better ways is family and friends. If you've known anyone who's ever built a home or had a home built, and if they've had a good job, then you know you can, you know, work with that person and, and sort of, you know, get a reference from them and then do again. Always do your research because things change over time. Now, one of the best guarantees is to make sure that your builder is Terion registered. Okay. What is a Terion registered? Well, a Terion registered builder is like the best guarantee you can get in Ontario if you're buying a home that's going to be built by a builder. Uh, like I said earlier, where some builders have good reputations, bad reputations, and extremely terrible, almost criminal reputations. And knowing the difference is, is hard to find out. If your builder is Terion warranted, um, it's guaranteed by the government so if something went wrong and your builder went bankrupt or was shyster and tried to steal money from you your money's protected and you'll always get your guarantee of your money and, and, and product so i'm just going to read to you though this is right off of their website it says who we are terion is a non-for-profit consumer protection organization established by the ontario government to administer the province's new home warranty program for over 40 years, Terriana served new home builders or buyers and new homeowners by ensuring that one of their biggest life's investments is protected. Now, what they do is, by law, all new homes in Ontario are provided with a warranty by the builder. Like I said, it could be any other builder at all. But Terion's role is to ensure that the buyers of newly built homes in Ontario receive the coverage they're entitled to under their builder's warranty. And Terion's responsibilities include protecting consumers when builders fail to fulfill their warranty obligations, educating new home buyers and new homeowners about their warranties and their rights and responsibilities, administering a uh, My Home online portal. It's, uh, that's when, I'll explain, which allows homeowners to manage their warranty and report defects to the builder and Terion. So if you uh, got a Terion registration, 
your builder's registered. He gives you his number. He and your home will have a number. You go in, you register, and all of a sudden you have your own little portal. And now you're communicating directly with Terion. I see. Exactly. So if something goes wrong, you're not reporting to your builder that you're upset with him. Uh-huh. You're reporting to Terion. I see. You can report to your builder, and all of a sudden, I mean, he's like gonna, depending on on the integrity, right? So that there's your golden ticket for getting maximum responsibility out of your builders and then they facilitate uh, the resolution of disputes between the homeowners and the builders uh, over warranty repairs and customer service they assess claims um, and if they're valid uh, through on-site inspections or alternative methods of investigation and in cases where a builder fails to address a valid warranty they resolve the claim directly with the homeowner through compensation or by repairs to a third party and um, and managing a guarantee fund to protect new home buyers out of which compensation of warranty claims is paid. So basically, um, if you are working with someone who isn't Terry on warranty, you don't have those same kind of safety protections. All you have is that person's word, you know, and the court should you need to go there. Uh, These guys back you up a lot. And it's, it's a pretty incredible thing. For instance, when you buy a new home, they and, and it's not built yet. They have to give you an, a, a realistic occupancy date. So, well, it's going to take us a year. Um, so let's say June next year, June 2023, okay. we're going to have your home built. But they have to give you an outside occupancy date, meaning if things go really take us a long, long time, we've got set. So it's usually a year. It can't be any longer than a year past that date. If they're going to miss their first occupancy date, they have to warn you within 90 days of missing that date. If they don't, they get penalized a large sum, like I think it's about $7,500. It's my understanding it goes directly back to the consumer. So that's the kind of power and protection you got. Because sometimes you're working with a builder, and I know through my experience as a house painter over the years in my previous profession, the builder tells the, you know, oh, yeah, we can get you in by June. Well, he has no intention of because he knows he can't. But that's what he promises, so he gets the job, blah, 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 and things move on. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how much uh, time we've covered in our, our first little half of the episode, but I think we need to take a little break now and head off to commerciality. The State of Real Estate with your host, Jerry Lantain. We are back from our commercial break, and we are with Chris uh, Ashworth. Chris, uh, um, what do you study? Um, I study medical sciences. Awesome. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a great future in it. Um, we're going to get back to talking about the new homes because you're probably going to have to buy a new home down wherever you get your job one day. So um, I guess, um, have you any questions about what, about building a new home? Any Anything you might want to ask me? Yeah. Well, um, how do you get started? Perfect question. The process of buying a new home is actually quite interesting and quite complicated. So let's pretend that we're going to look at buying a new condominium or, or subdivision that hasn't even been built yet. It's going to be one or two years away from being built. Now, the first thing we need to have you do is see something right we need to show you something so uh one of the ways we do that is either through model homes or showrooms 
or creating like uh, online websites. Okay. Um, what's more comfortable to you? I mean, would you rather look at uh, a website and get a sense of um, the finishes and the space that's going to be there or a physical product? Um, I think a little bit of both would mm -hmm. be great. I'm a very visual person, so seeing mm -hmm. photos or seeing something in person would be great. Yeah, yeah, and that's how we kind of have to start. So we have to start with pictures, artist renderings, um, 3D model presentations, that kind of stuff. Something to give you an idea what it looks like. But there comes a point in time, and I'm one of these people. I need to see it. I need to look at it. I need to walk around it. I need it to. I need tactile. Yeah. Because I can't imagine it. And there's a lot of people like that. So we have to build a showroom or a model home. Um, if a model home can be built, it's so much better than just a showroom. Because the showroom sort of shows what a living room might look like, you know. Um, and so, you know, take it from there. Now, um, if you were interested in buying uh, the new home, we'd have to talk about the preliminary stages before we come up with the final price. So once we, I've decided on where I want to live, uh, where do we go from there? Well, we can't just give you a straightforward contract yet because we we got to iron out the little details about your house. Are you going to have regular doorknobs or are they going to be like pure gold or diamond? The first thing we need to do is create what we call a holding contract. And the holding contract is just you saying, you know what? I want to reserve that corner lot on Joe Street because I like that corner lot. That's just going to, and, and all builders have a different holding deposit. Now that holding deposit is 100% refundable at all times during its existence until we give a real signed contract. So if it takes us a couple of months to get back to you, now we're supposed to do it much quicker if we're selling you a new home. We're supposed to be able to get a new contract to you. I think there's a certain amount of time, you know, we need to get that contract to you, not like have you wait for six, 10 months or something. But um, we get you this holding contract and we establish a value of, of a deposit, say uh, 5,000 or 10,000. It's not gonna be a huge deposit um, to lock you in. It's just something that says, I've reserved that spot there. Okay. So now in the meantime, we're gonna ask you to come by our showroom and model home as often as you can and as soon as possible, or go to our website and look at all our finishes as soon as possible and really iron out the choices you wanna make. Yeah. And get them done. So once you have that done, we get together again and we make a list and we check off. You want a full kitchen. You want um, all the different appliances. You want a marble countertop. You want hardwood floors. We check all the little, every year wish list right off. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then we come back to you and we have to work out what the real price is gonna be. Because now we know what you want the builder's gonna go and price it out. So our base price, say it was 340,000 for your little home or apartment we were gonna buy. Well now, because we've added all these extras in, it's now 525,000. Now you didn't know that, and you couldn't have known that. So now we make up the real contract, and it's big because it's, it's a new home build, especially if it's a condominium, it's a massive document. And um, so, but what we do is we'll come up to you before we get the document ready and say, uh, Chris, uh, this is what it's going to cost you. And we'll give you a list of everything and say, this is what we agreed to. 
you check off yeah that's what i agreed to this is the floor plan i want check it off this is the site plan in the neighborhood and that's the home i want or the one in the condominium and these are all the things extra that i asked for check 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 and we'll say okay chris that's going to cost you five hundred and forty thousand dollars and you say well you know what okay i can do that now we have to get you a contract and like i said that contract's massive and, it, and it's really a lot of stuff in it there's going to be the terry on warranty if you have a terry on builder there's going to be the agreement of purchase and sale which is the actual contract for the price there's if it's a condominium there's going to be condominium documents which can be many many pages and then there's a few other pages at the end and some other things to sign when we give you that contract you didn't know the price was going to be five hundred and forty thousand dollars you have a holding deposit okay you can say right here right now ha sorry guys i only had a budget of 440. i can't afford it can i have my holding deposit back and we say oh darn chris it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a bummer you're not joining a project but we wish you the best no hard feelings we give you this contract and you don't ask for your holding deposit back right away you say you know i think i can deal with this price well now you and your lawyer will have 10 full days this is a legal thing when you're buying a condominium and even timeshares is that you have what's called a 10 day cooling off period. So even though we've signed the contract already, it's signed, you're, you're obligated to us. There's a 10 day cooling off period where you can sit back and go, Oh no, Oh no, I should, I think I've made a mistake. You talked it over with your family members and your spouse or whatever. And Oh no, well, you have 10 full days to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I want my whole deposit back now because when you sign that contract, the first one, I forgot to mention this, we're going to ask you for a real deposit, a committed of say 20, 25,000 or more, even more sometimes. Okay. And you've paid that to us now. And now you're like, oh man, I want out. Well, that's what that 10 day cooling period is for. Or your lawyer may be looking through the condominium documents and he, he may look through this and go, you know what? I am not comfortable with this condominium project. I don't like anything about it. I don't think you should buy this. And he might recommend you not buy that. In that 10-day cooling period, you get all your money back. You don't have to worry about anything. There's So that's, again, another safety valve for you, is that if you did get cold feet, you can always get out. Now, you know, 90% of the people usually go through with the project because they've, they've done their research. So again, it's about doing your research before you get in you don't want to get to this stage and start looking at who your builder is yes exactly yeah 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 so at some point during the project i'm going to want to see it am i allowed to check in part way through build you know that's a very good question and thank you for asking it because yes i say yes i'm a, a salesman of course i'm going to want you to come in and, and see the build uh some builders you know have policies that they do not um you certainly can't just show up any old day of the week for a number of reasons one is safety there's a lot of equipment being done there's a lot of you know and you can't just say willy-nilly that's my home i'm going into it because it's not your home not till it's finished and there could be dangers in there that we're not aware of such as open staircases and those kind of things so um but you do have a right to go see it you know and see how it's coming along so depending on the builder you, you should be allowed to go in upon request. Um, a lot of builders will not give you that. What they will do though is say on 
a certain day on this month at this time, we will be letting people come in and have a look. So make arrangements with your sales representative. So when is that time that I can walk through the home and look for those smaller details before the home is finished? Another very good question. Um, that is saved for what is called the pre-delivery inspection. Um, again, that's going to be part of the whole, if it's a Terrion build, it's going to be part of the whole Terrion uh, process and there will be a form and you will actually be able to go into the Terrion home portal and ask that question to Terrion. They'll ask the builder, builder, get you an answer and they'll have a sheet that you can look at. It's a, um, a defect sheet and it's quite detailed and we go through the whole thing. So again, your sales representative should show up with you at that point in time and the builder or a builder's representative and you can walk through that house and be as detailed as you want. Great. You know, there are certain points where the builder is going to say, okay, now you're just picking feathers, um, such as, oh, there's a little scratch in the drywall and it's being painted already. It's not a scratch, but like the drywall might not have been sanded perfectly in that spot. You can ask for it because it's your home, you know? Um, now that question of a door not closing right, or what happens if you go in there and they put the wrong countertop? So there's a number of things that could be wrong or right in your home. And we'll go through that list by list by list by list. And then we hand that in. For, uh, to the builder and they have to fix those defects. Usually there should be enough time before closing for that to happen. Okay. Um, because it's really important that everything's in place before closing. Now, I'm not positive of this. Um, and on a later episode, I can try and verify that um, if something like that was too close to like, like say with the countertop was, and you have to take the backsplash off and the countertop now, um, but we close in a week and the countertop's not going to be ready for another month. That's short notice. Yeah. So there are arrangements that can be made for temporary things to be stay in place. So the home can close as completed. Okay. With an agreement through yourself and the builder and Terry and or yourself and the builder that these things will be addressed in, the, in what's called the PDI, the pre-delivery inspection. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think that's about, I mean, again, there's a billion other questions we can go for um, or, or just parts of this topic we can keep going on. So, Krista, thank you very, very much for doing the episode with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for your questions. Thank you so much for answering all my questions. Okay, well, you take care and I wish you the best in your educational career and your home buying career. Thank you. All right. Um, we're going to be right back with the tip of the week. Okay, the tip of the week this week is quite simple. If you're going to buy a newly built home, make sure your builder is Terry on registered. That's the tip of the week, and that's the state of real estate. The State of Real Estate with your host, Jerry Lantane.